What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. Today, we're talking about something controversial, something that's on people's minds all the time, is being pushed on people more and more than ever, and that's therapy. Now, I'm not going to talk about the therapist specifically, because it's not really a problem with the therapist. It's an economics problem, and it's a cultural problem. So those are the real two issues that we need to talk about, and those are the reasons that therapy it usually doesn't work for most people. And actually, it's just a money pit and a waste of time. And make you maybe make you go backwards, but we'll get to that. So we need to talk about it in economic terms first. And I don't know how much you know about economics, but economics is not about money. It's not about money. People will have you believe it's about money. It's commonly talked about in terms of money, but it's not about money. It's about the choices that people make, given limited knowledge and resources. I'm Tyreek. I have certain knowledge that I have, I have certain resources that I have, and I can only make decisions as long as I have that amount of resources and that amount of knowledge. If I increase my knowledge, the choices open to me become wider and more varied. If I increase my resources, then my decisions become wider and more varied and more granular or whatever I want, right? So you have limited knowledge and limited information. There's somebody that is omniscient. Nobody knows everything. You only know what you know. You only have what you have. And you make decisions based off that. That is economics. Economics is not about uh, the GDP went down and C- the CPI went up or something like that. Now, we have to talk about how people go about choosing their therapist. And it's very simple. You have insurance from your employer. You look in your network and you choose one of those people and that's it. You choose one of those people. You go see that person. Maybe you like them. Maybe you don't. And then you move on to the next person who's in your network. And that is precisely the problem. Because if you have insurance for therapy or some psycho psychotherapy work or mindful work, then you only have a limited number of options. And you're tilted in a direction that causes you not to spend money. Because now that your insurance is paying for it, you don't have to vet the therapist. You don't you don't have an option to vet the therapist. You have if you have one therapist in your network, which means that your insurance will only cover that one guy or girl then you have to go to that person unless you want to pay out of pocket. If you're already paying for insurance from your employer, then why would you want to pay out of pocket? So therefore, you're going to that one person. But even if you have 10 people, the insurance is still a problem. You can go to the first therapist and not like that one. But maybe you do find one that you like. She's okay. She gets the job done. I don't, I don't know how to phrase that. You go to her and she's fine. But her incentives have changed. Her new incentive as getting a new patient is to keep that patient as long as possible, to draw out the therapy, to make it take years and years and years if it, if she can do that. If she can get you to sit there for years and years to journal and cry and do all this stuff, then she wins. And she can do that because your insurance is paying for it. And as long as you're employed and that insurance money is coming in, she doesn't mind having you there. If you didn't have insurance, if um, therapists did not take insurance, their incentives would change. Their incentives would be, I need to get people in the door. I need to be as great as possible. I need to know the mind like the back of my hand. I need to know, understand, and empathize with people on a greater level. I need to do self-work on myself. I need to go to therapy myself. I need to become a freaking god at reading people and determining what's going on in their minds. So a successful therapist in a free market situation, which means to say without the coercion of insurance, that would change their incentives in a way that would cause them to be better therapists. They would win clients through sheer results. 
you would give results to somebody as fast as possible. And the result of therapy is to be peace of mind, career advancement, healthier relationships, that stuff. The goal will shift from keeping somebody in the chair to getting somebody out of the chair as quickly as possible. And that is not the goal of therapists anymore. All um, most therapists, yeah, most most therapists, they take your insurance money and their goal becomes to keep you in the chair because that's how they keep the gravy train going. And the best therapists now, they operate, they operate outside of the insurance industry. They don't take insurance. You have to come to them privately. You have to pay out of your pocket. And these are the ones that you see on TV. Um, they have books and all this stuff. They're the best therapists. And of course, since you can't pay for them, you can't pay for them because they're they're only getting booked up by the the top people in terms of income and availability, and they only live in one city. They don't they're not going to travel for you or anything like that. So your options become limited to those people who take insurance and just want to keep you in the chair as long as possible. So that is the economics of it. You have insurance. It changes the incentives of the therapist. It changes the incentives of the person seeking therapy. The person seeking therapy doesn't want to pay out of pocket for therapy. Now that he has insurance, he's already paying for insurance. So why should he have to pay for therapy? Therefore, he goes to the person that takes insurance. And since the person is taking insurance, they their goal becomes to keep you in the chair as long as possible because that's how they keep the gravy train going. Whereas if they couldn't take insurance, they would have to get their reputation up by actually solving the problems that come up in therapy as fast as possible. And they solve them as fast as possible. They get their reputation up. They get reviews and more people come to them as a result. And that's how you get the gravy train to go. It's a lot harder to do that than say, hey, come back next week and next week and next week until you're 50. It's a lot easier. I mean, it's a lot harder than that, but they're not going to play that game if they don't have to. And that is the summary of the economics of it. Now we need to move on to the cultural side of it. And this is uh, pretty obvious. I went to college for a couple of years. And if you ever talk to the college psychology girls, all of them are girls, mostly, 90, 97% of them. They're actually not the brightest people in the school. And I don't mean this in like a derogatory way. It's just they're not that smart. And that this has been proven with IQ tests throughout time. The smartest people, they're doing computer science. They're doing doctor work. They're doing astrophysics, mathematics, stuff like that. And then the the less intelligent people, not saying that they're dumb, less intelligent people, they go to the social sciences. And that's where they hang out. The difference between the guys that are doing astrophysics and mathematics and computer science and doctor stuff, you're not, you can't manipulate people with your words. Social sciences is manipulating people with words, for the most part, in a corrupted educational system that we have here in America. Social sciences, that's what they do. You manipulate people through words, obscure reality, create points that don't actually add up to anything in reality, so that you could pass on your agenda to the next generation and achieve whatever they're trying to achieve. The difference between them and the people who are doing hard sciences, doctors, lawyers, computer scientists, you cannot manipulate a program with words. I can type here. I can build a website. I can write some program. If I'm not clear within the bounds of the programming language about what it should do, then it's not going to work. There is no manipulation. There is no, there is no convincing the program to work. It either works or it doesn't work. And this forces you to take stock of reality in a way that the social science people don't have to do. They can come up with theories and get some bullshit tests. And if you don't know, the majority of uh, psychology tests, experiments, I'm saying, they cannot be replicated. Replication is 
a foundational to know if a psychological theory is correct or not. They cannot reproduce the results of experiments. So pretty much everything that you're hearing from psychologists is bullshit until proven otherwise because they cannot re um they cannot validate it through more testing. And that is a huge, huge problem. Whereas a doctor, he's cutting somebody open. If he fucks up, that person is dead. If I'm writing code for Google, I'm working at Google and I write something that's wrong, I could lose the company billions of dollars if it's a security leak. So yeah, that's the cultural problem. We have the less intelligent people going to the social sciences, which include psychologists, psychotherapists, etc. And they're filled up with ideology that is supposed to serve some particular agenda. You could probably take some guesses as to what that is. And as a result, those people, the people who are super smart, aren't doing that stuff because they know ideology is there. So they go to the hard sciences where manipulation of reality is not possible. You either conform to reality understand reality and use it to your advantage or you you fail and that is why you will hear me say over and over again that you should probably do therapy yourself it's probably you're probably better served by doing this stuff yourself go get some great psychology books psychotherapy books from the greatest of all time and you would do way better than any regular old insurance therapist could ever do for you and with that that's all i gotta say and i will see you in the next one Peace out.